The way that the Spirit speaks to you is so important. And if you aren't very sure about how the Spirit speaks to you, I think this podcast is going to be perfect for you. Welcome to the Get Your Energy Back podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. As a life coach, invisible illness warrior, and kidney transplant recipient, I've navigated the waters of chronic fatigue for nearly a decade and can help you feel more energized and alive than ever before. In this podcast, we dive deep into topics that can help you boost your energy levels and live a more vibrant life. Whether you're looking to overcome limiting beliefs, improve your relationships, gain a better understanding of what is affecting your energy levels, or simply find more joy and fulfillment in your life, the Get Your Energy Back podcast is the perfect place to start. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey towards a more energized, balanced, and vibrant life. Welcome to today's show. This is episode 79. I cannot believe that I put together 79 episodes just for you. And what I want to talk about today is intention, okay? And as you come to listening to this show, whether you're watching it on the YouTube channel or you're listening to it on a podcast app, I want to ask you, what is your intention? What do you come listening to a podcast like this for? What is it that you're hoping that you get out of this? This is such an important question that I've been learning throughout this summer, especially. It's so important to start out with an intention. And I'll even share with you my intention today. I have it written up. I put it on um, on a post-it note so you can see. But my intention today, and pretty much every time I record one of these podcasts, is to just help one mom who's tired out there or who experiences chronic fatigue to feel uplifted, to feel better about your life, to feel more sourced, to feel that you can be able to do what it is that you want to in your life, with your kids, whatever roles you have as a person. My intention is for you, if you're that one mom, I hope you are, to feel uplifted and just a little bit better after listening to this podcast. Okay. I am looking a little raggedy today because I came in straight from playing um, pickleball and I just felt like I had this heart, this message on my heart to share with you today. So I'm a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I take a lot of my coaching as well. I take all of my coaching from a Christ centered perspective And I haven't talked about that a lot on the podcast, and I want to share that with you today, okay? So that's part of what I'm talking about, this intention. What I really want to speak about is how setting an intention and being able to understand the importance of spirituality in your life, of having Christ at the center of your life, can really help you during this time, especially this time of transition, for moms everywhere. So if you're listening in real time, updating, it's August, what day is it? It's August 4th today, okay? We're getting ready for back to school. And for me, summer is amazing. I love it. If you've been following my Instagram, I've been all over the place doing all of the fun things. 
And I love creating those experiences with my family and my kids. And I'm especially grateful that my body is healthy enough to be able to create those experiences because there were many years when I sat out and was not able to. So as I love the uncertainty of summer, I also look forward to the fresh start of a new school year. I don't know if you're like me, you just love like getting the new pencils and the new Sharpies and the dry erase markers, all of those things, all those school supplies, the new notebooks. It brings me so much joy to have new school supplies. Um, But there's something to be said about starting from the uncertainty and the lazy days of summer to starting out to a fresh new year. And I love New Year's. If you follow me, I love New Year's intentions. I love goal setting intentions. Um, But even more than I think the new year causes me to think about what it is I want for this year, I think the new school year is such a beautiful place to start for moms and to start out uh, either new intentions or if you did do those New Year's intentions, summer can be a little bit loosey-goosey, but then we get back to this August and September whenever your kids go back to school. And it's such a beautiful time to remember what you started at the beginning of the year and to finish really strong. My very favorite time to start anything is in the fall. Because I know that if I can start in the fall and get really, really strong in my habits and the things that are important to me, that it's going to carry me through the holidays. And then when I head into January, I haven't backslid. I'm actually ready to move forward even closer to some of my goals. Okay. So how do we do this? How do you realign? How do you start these new habits or come back into the old habits that you want to call back in that maybe have fallen to the side a little bit with the um, with the summertime and kids' schedules just being so wonky? We all seem to crave this upcoming routine with kids going back to school. And what I'm going to suggest is that the best way to realign and to decide what is it that you want this new upcoming school year to look like for you, for your family, for those that are in your vicinity of influence, is to include Christ, is to include your spiritual practices that are going to help to bring you into alignment with what it is the next step for your life. I know that spring is like a time when there's new growth and new things are coming to life, but again, fall to me is the harvest where we've had all of the fun growth and now it's time to decide what is the new thing that I want to put into fruition. Okay. So one of the ways that I love to do this is to really sink into my body's knowing and how that relates to my relationship with Jesus Christ. The way that the spirit speaks to you is so important And if you aren't very sure about how the Spirit speaks to you, I think this podcast is going to be perfect for you, okay? The reason why is because it's very simple in my mind how Spirit speaks. The Spirit speaks through peace. And in my spiritual practice, there is a a scripture um, that was revealed in Doctrine and Covenants, and it says, 
but behold, you have not understood. You have supposed that I would give it to you. This is talking about spiritual things. When you took no thought, save it was to ask me. This is the importance of intention. But behold, I tell you that you must study it out in your mind. And then you must ask me if it be right. And if it is right, I will cause your bosom shall burn within you. Therefore, you shall feel that it is right. But if it be not right, you shall have no such feelings, but you shall have a stupor of thought that shall cause you to forget the thing which is wrong. Therefore, you cannot write that which is sacred, save it be given you from me. Now in this scripture, it's the Lord that's speaking to one of the prophets. And I just believe that this is such an important key about learning how the spirit speaks to you personally through body sensations. I love mindset work. I love looking at thoughts. I love doing thought work. But thought work is nothing without being able to understand how the thoughts are creating emotions and sensations in you. And the spirit speaks through peace. It says in the scripture that I will not give you in the Bible, it says, I will not give you the spirit of fear, but I will give you the spirit of peace. That comes from Christ. There is peace in Christ. In fact, there's a beautiful song that is called There is Peace in Christ that I listened to on repeat when I was healing from my kidney transplant five years ago. So for what I suggest is starting to recognize what are the body sensations that you experience when you feel true peace. Now, in this scripture, it says that you will feel a burning in your bosom. And I felt that before too, but that's not the only way that the spirit speaks through body sensations to me. One of the ways that I know that I am in line with Heavenly Father's will for me is by understanding how I'm feeling in my body. If I, one of, one of the um, sensations that comes up for me, and I want you to be thinking about as I'm telling you what sensations I feel What are the sensations that you feel when you truly feel at peace and you feel like the um, the spirit is speaking to you? Okay. So one of the ways I know is sometimes I will get like tingling throughout my entire body. Like I will feel it like all the way down into my legs and my arms. I'll just feel this overwhelming tingling, just pleasant sensation. Okay. Um, Another thing is I will feel like a grounded, centered in peace, like in my chest space. Um, or I'll feel like light energy just kind of moving through my body. That's how I know. So what does the spirit feel like physically in your body? What does peace feel like in your body? And you can contrast that to how fear feels like in your body. Okay. So for me personally, Fear feels like um, a lot of times I will still feel it in my chest space. I'll get this um, very sudden sensation that feels like it's pulling back. It feels like um, it feels like a little bit of like a mini shock. Like when I get surprised, and it's like oh, like I will feel that because I'm scared, and I'll feel the sucking in at my chest. And sometimes if it's really severe, like it'll start to like. I'll feel it throughout my shoulders and down into my stomach. Sometimes fear, I will feel like a pit in my stomach that just feels like very sluggish. Also, 
I know that if I feel like in my body that my legs are feeling really antsy and I just feel like I just want to get out of the situation, I want to run away. Sometimes I'll feel like I just want to crawl out of my own body. That's when I know that's fear. I'm trying to escape. Um, other times it's more subtle and um, sometimes it's an energy depletion. It's an energy suck. It's this despair and this fear come in and it just feels like my legs are just moving through cement. That is the opposite of peace for me. So what does fear feel like in your body? And I don't say these to shame one or the other, to be like, you should always be in peace and never feel fear. No, but recognize what your fear signals are to you because that is part of knowing, is this what I should do or should I not do? Am I operating out of anxiety or am I operating out of peace? Now, one of the big ways that I know the spirit is speaking to me and telling me to do something is because I will either be praying or being still and being able to hear what I'm mean, just in my own thoughts and something will come to my mind that I wasn't even thinking about or that I really, my natural self would not want to do. But as that idea or that image takes shape and form in my mind, I start to understand I'm feeling peace, even though this is not what I want. So I will tell you one of the very first thing, one of the big times that this happened for me was when I met my husband. I was 19 years old. I was a sophomore at Brigham Young University. And while I was there, I was just like, I, I took my very first semester of college and my freshman class, first semester, I knew I wanted to be a speech language pathologist. And I knew that it was a grad school, that, that it required grad school. And I just was like, I want to go on a mission really bad. I know these are, these are good things. This is what Heavenly Father wants for me. And then I met my husband. And I immediately felt that peace. And as our, you know, as our, I didn't actually, I did tell my mom the very first night that I met him, I said, I met the man I'm going to marry or somebody else very much like him. And my spirit just knew that there was some sort of connection that that was, and this doesn't happen for everybody, but this is my personal experience. And because it was the opposite of what I wanted, it's the opposite of what I thought was going to happen. I had in my mind, I'm not going to get married till I'm 25. I'm going to live some life. I'm going to be um, established. And then I'll think about like that marriage stuff. And as we went down, went along and we're dating, it became pretty clear through the spirit, through the peace that I felt that this was my next step. And I had a pretty serious conversation with my husband, my, you know, soon to be husband. I was like, I really want to serve a mission. I really want to testify of Christ. And if I marry you at that time, the age to go on a mission was 21 for girls. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to go on a mission. So you have to promise me that we will go on a mission when we're older. So, and he was all in. Um, we celebrate 20 years of marriage in November and it's hands down. I say over and over again, it's the best decision that I ever made was to marry him. So again, it's not what I wanted. It's not what I thought that I was going to do. And the spirit was like, hold on, this doesn't make sense, but it's actually peace. 
Another time this happened for me was we, um, we'd had three children and we were wanting to have a fourth child and didn't know that I was having health complications. Didn't know that things were going on in my body, that my kidneys were failing. Didn't understand that. And I felt very strongly that we were supposed to have another child. And when we found out all the health implications of having another child, it was devastating. And I, I didn't understand because I had this strong prompting to have another child, but I also knew it was, it was not right for us in that moment too. And I felt the spirit whisper to me, are you willing to sacrifice this? Without knowing why, without understanding why I'm calling you to do this right now. And it was one of the most challenging things, but giving that up to Christ and letting him determine what was going to happen, it was the peace that I needed. And as soon as I gave that up, that dream, I felt the peace. I felt I have three beautiful children. Our family is complete. I am completely content with my life. And I went about doing all of the holistic things that I could to try to heal my kidney disease, to try to avoid a transplant, to try to avoid dialysis. Um, I really changed up a lot of um, things that I'd done in my life. Um, I already was a very healthy eater, but I even switched that up even more to really get to the root of whatever inflammation was happening. And I know so much more now. I don't think I, I, I know that I didn't need to do that restrictive of a diet, but I do know that it helped me to get healthier. And a year after that happened, a year after I had that experience of just saying, Heavenly Father, if we're supposed to have a fourth child, I know that you will make it happen. We'll wait till after we have a kidney transplant. Maybe I'll foster, maybe I'll adopt. I don't know, but I'm putting that in your hands. And I felt that peace in my body. Okay. And a year after that, after I had been doing all of these practices to really put my body as much as I could in an optimal healing state, I found out that despite our best efforts, that I was pregnant with our fourth child. And I was terrified because doctors said that it was not a wise decision to continue the pregnancy. And yet... I still felt Heavenly Father's peace, even though it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense that even though my kidney function was so low, that when I was pregnant with Zeke, that my kidney function actually improved with the pregnancy. And I've taken it to doctors with the theory. I don't know if it's true or not, but in my mind, when my son's kidneys started to develop and we shared our blood supply, his kidneys started to filter the toxins that were in my blood and actually helped me to have less toxins in my body while I was pregnant with him, allowing me to carry him to full term. And that little guy is six years old today. It was so challenging to go through that, not knowing what the outcome was going to be, but putting my faith in that in any outcome, knowing that I would be okay no matter what the outcome was because of the faith and the peace that I felt through the spirit through Jesus Christ. Okay. So I also want to bring up that these, as you reflect on past times, when you have felt the spirit, when you have felt that peace, see if you can have your life start to match up 
to those past experiences today. And if you've never had an experience where you felt that peace, even when it didn't make sense, then start today. Start patterning something new today. Start co-creating that new reality with spirit, with Jesus Christ. Having Christ as the center of your life so that when this new school year starts, when these new schedules start, you're going to be in alignment with what he is purposing you for in this moment of your life. And maybe it is to focus on your health. Maybe it's to start to heal that chronic fatigue. Maybe it's to lose some weight. Maybe it's to stop doing so much. Maybe it's to make your life more simple. Maybe it's to add more spiritual practices to teach your children the importance of having a Christ-centered life. I don't know what it is, but when you start to follow that pathway of peace, that is when beautiful things start to happen in your mind, your body, and your spirit. That's when all of those things combine and you are living in alignment. And it doesn't mean that all of the challenges go away. I am experiencing tennis elbow right now and I have all of the tools. I know how to heal this. And it includes Western and also um, spiritual practices and also mindfulness practices. It's all encompassing. doesn't mean that you're not going to go through something challenging. It just means that you're going to know that on the other side of the challenge is the person that you were made to be. You get to decide what all of the things that you've gone through in your life are creating you to be. Because you don't get an option to just not create. You're creating your life every single moment. That's why it's so important to have intention. What do you intentionally want to create for the rest of this year? For this upcoming school year, starting in August or September, whenever your kids go back, all the way through May or June, What do you want that year to look like? What do you want the next steps to look like? If you've just been kind of going loosey-goosey and feeling like, you know, things are okay, they're not terrible, but you haven't been including Christ in that decision-making process, it might be time to start doing that. Okay, let me see if there's anything else on my outline I wanted to share with you today. Okay. I know I've talked a lot about Christ and I have not talked about that on the podcast before, but I felt so impressed to share that with you. And again, I go back to my intention. If I can help uplift one mom so that you feel like you can do this day. So you feel like you can be the mom that you want to be for your kids so that you can start to heal how you, your relationship with your body. So you can stop beating yourself up. So you can um, so go into compassion. So you can learn empathy for yourself. Because as soon as you learn that empathy for yourself, it's so easy to give it to other people. My intention is for you to feel a little bit better today than you did before you started listening to this. All right. I can only carry that intention out into, um, into the universe, into reality. And it's up to spirit to bring it to whoever needs it. But I just want you to know that if you are feeling called to start to pattern something new, to start a new intention, listen to that and trust your body. Trust your body that if there is peace in your body, that that's the pathway that is in alignment for you in this moment. And I don't know what it is, but you do. 
And if you don't, I would encourage you to co-create that with divinity, with keeping Christ at the center of your life. All right. I'll see you on the podcast next time. Have an incredible week. Bye-bye. It's the beginning of a new school year, mamas. So I'm putting together a brand new class just for you. It's called Back to School, Back to You. In this two-day class on Zoom, I'm going to teach you the three components that every mom with chronic fatigue needs in order to start the school year off right in a way that feels easy, abundant, and good for you and your family. Sign up in the show notes so you don't miss out. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating more vitality, energy, and vibrancy in your life today.